Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Seminal Sports Source comes another original live content production. Stretch Talks with Devontae Love Taylor. You bring the live rounds, he'll bring the pancakes. And now, number 58 in your programs, but number one in your heart, here's the man of the next half hour, Devontae Love Taylor. There he is, everybody. He made it. It's Devontae Love Taylor, number 58 in your rosters. One of the leading offensive linemen of this Florida State Seminoles football program this year. Devontae, thanks for being here. Going to go ahead and uh, start us off. Uh, you know, we always ask you how you are. JB Knoll 76 says hello from Virginia, DLT. How's the wheels? How are you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm good. Nothing major. You know, just a little something light that can get fixed up within the next week or two and be ready to go. Awesome. So for you, this bye week is, is pretty much perfectly timed, it sounds like. Perfectly timed, yes, sir. All right. Uh, what happens in the tent, man? Walk us through the tent. Can you let us know what happens in the tent? I want to <laughs> I mean, the tent's only been around for a few years in college football. I mean, in high school, it's like you get hurt, you just go on the table. But, uh, I mean, real, real solid medicine and, and conditioning staff and, and doctors that we have in Florida State. So you were in good hands Saturday in Chapel Hill, I assume. Oh, yeah, very good hands. You know, they just ask you how you're feeling, um, what your symptoms are. They let you know what they think it is. Um, you know, you may stand up, try to see if you can take a few steps in the tent. Um, they may leave you on in there with some ice on, let you relax in there for a little bit before you just get back out and they figure out what they want to do with you, if they want to take you in the locker room or leave you out and just communicate. There's a lot of communication going on between you, the trainers, the coaches, because, you know, they have to keep whoever is behind you and next to you ready. So it's a lot of things going on at once. Yeah, man, I mean, you're a big guy. You big guys are not really allowed to get hurt. It's, I mean, uh, as soon as like a skill guy goes down, it's like everybody runs on the field and checks on them. But you guys, it's like, ah. Rub it off, get up. I mean, like, do you, do you like tap on your helmet? Like, do you let them know, like, hey, man, like, I do need help. I mean, is there, is there like a way that you're able to communicate and let them know, like, the urgency of the matter? Yeah, you usually know where your coach is. And if they're not seeing you, that's when you usually go down. But, you know, I try not to go down. Uh, but you got to give them time to get ready to make the substitution and give the guy that's going to come in a chance to warm up and get his mind right. And was it Bavion that came in for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And him and Dylan did quite a good job on the interiors, along with uh, with Maurice. I mean, how how happy were you? I mean, I guess the real oh, the whole group of- did a great job. Yeah. The whole group, I, I feel like the whole group played really well. I mean, you know, coaches talk about it's sort of an important part of creating a a real nice culture. I don't like using that word, but it's a word that everybody uses. But when guys are as excited for team success and seeing other guys being successful as happy as they would be for themselves. So I feel like, you know, you guys are really that much of a team when it comes to to being happy for other guys getting success. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. It doesn't mean anything if I go out and play a great game and we lose. Like that doesn't that doesn't do anything. That doesn't make me feel good. You know, winning everybody wants to win. You know, it doesn't matter if I'm in there, or Babyon's in there, or whoever's in there. If we're winning, I'm happy. And I feel like that's how we have with our whole team. Two wins in a row, Devonte. Two wins in a row, man. What's going on? Uh, you guys are. I don't know. I know you don't pay attention to this stuff, but you were like a 18 point underdog in North Carolina. That doesn't mean they think you're 18 points uh, behind North Carolina. They just have to do some things to make it interesting for everybody at home. But man, that was probably. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to take words out of your mouth, but was that the best game you think you guys have played? Like maybe 60 minutes worth of football since you've been here at Florida State. So far. I don't think it's the best we're going to play. I think we're just going to, we're going to keep getting better. That's just a glimpse of what we can do. You know, we still made a, a lot of mistakes and we just need to build off what we did. Coach Norvell at his press conference on Monday, Devonte said that he believes in this team and he can see the belief that you guys have by just like looking in your guys' eyes. Do you feel that energy? Can you sense that as well right now with this team and this program? I do, but we, we felt that f- for weeks you know, we just haven't been putting it all together. You know, I've said previously on the show, like the buy-ins there, the work we do, the work, you know, it just doesn't always show up when we want it to. And even though we won Saturday, that's not the best that we can do. That's not showing like our full potential. All right. There we go. Uh, everybody just really wishing that you're, you're doing well. Old COD Willie hopes you're doing well. Uh, Blevins, uh, Blevins FTW. Just want to say congratulations on the big one. You guys are great as a unit. Go Knowles. Lots of uh, lots of good feelings here. Let's see. Uh, you've been asked this before, but we'll ask it to you again because it's Carol, Carol Palalis. Carol's a fan of the program. She's always here for you. Great win indeed. Thank you immensely for a unified effort. I hope you are resting up for the second half of the season. There are quite a few rivalry games approaching, so which one or ones would you like to see a win in? Miami, Clemson, Florida. They're all attainable. Go Seminoles. We've asked you this before. You're, you're a politician, Devontae. Team me up, man. <laughs> I just want to win them all. You know, it's it's a great opportunity just to be able to play in those games, but to go in there and have a chance to win them, that means a lot. You know, just like I said, just putting on the helmet is an honor and getting a chance to play in those games against those opponents and being a part of that story tradition. You know, all those all those teams, I look forward to playing them all. Do you know when you play them? Like, like do you know what week it is you play Clemson, or are you just so focused on what the next opponent is? You know, but it's not like the first thing in the front of your mind. I got you. All right. Well, there you go. He's being honest, everybody. He's being <laughs> honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. Like, we, Corey and I were talking on the podcast about, like, the second half of the schedule is a little bit more difficult, it seems like, at least on paper, than what you guys just went through. But you guys are playing so much better. And he's talking about, he's like, is it NC State, then Clemson? Or is it Clemson? And, you know, we're talking about that. We don't even know what the schedule looks like. So I wonder how much <laughs> you guys are kind of focusing on all that. But, um, I mean, do you, you talk about opportunity. Do you look at the second half of the schedule and, and think to yourself or maybe talk to your guys as a team and just think about, man, like we have incredible games coming up that we legitimately can go and compete for 60 minutes and, and win. Uh, and how excited does that make you guys here for that second half of the season to come up? For sure. But we don't look too far down the road. You know, we take it one week, one day at a time and just get our 1% every day. And then the rest will take care of itself. If we do what we need to do at practice on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, if we're the best we can be that day and we go out and perform, we don't make mistakes and we do everything we know we can do. We don't feel like there's many teams that can beat us. Right on, man. 
We'd like to hear that. Uh, get down or lay down. Uh, Devontae, how proud were you to see Big Baby step in and play like a boss when you went out? He's a veteran. You know, he's been doing it just as long as I have. You know, I'm always proud. I'm proud of the whole group. I'm proud of the whole team. Just go, watching everybody go out there and compete and seeing them finish blocks and make plays. I think Dylan was one of the linemen of the week, at least for the conference in the ACC. I mean, was this one of the stronger performances you guys have been able to put together this season? I believe so, but I believe we need to build on it. And, you know, we still were far from perfect. All right. Get down or lay down. Just got a, not a follow-up, but a second question. Uh, who has the mom or girlfriend on the team that acts like the team mom when you guys are away from the field? I won't really say we have one of those necessarily. You know, um, the coaches' wives always take good care of us, um, like bringing us snacks and stuff. But I wouldn't say there's like a player's mom or girlfriend. Is Coach Atkins' wife, does she, does she throw down for you guys? Like, have you, do you guys have like dinners at Coach's house often? Like how does that work? Occasionally we do, yeah. You usually have dinner with your position coach, and Miss Brittany does a great job. There we go. There we go. All right, we got uh, Brandon and I think Mimi. They share a Facebook account. That's real love, Devontae. That's real love. Right there. <laughs> uh, how was Jordan Travis's leadership during the North Carolina game, in your estimation? He just brought. He was just. He's just Jordan Travis. You know, he's he's a great leader. He's a great person. He makes you want to play for him. But that's how our quarterback room is. Our whole our quarterback room is as a whole. You know, whether it's Jay Trav, McKenzie, Chubbett, Tate. You know, they all have those loud personalities where they can lead you, and they lead by example. Those big plays, though, man. Like when he busts off a 50-yard run, and it's got to be a little bit extra, right? It is. And just seeing him enjoy it, you know, he's always smiling. And he's always – he's just – I don't know how to explain it. He's just J-Drive. I meant to ask him after the game. Um, I don't know if you hear it because you're on the field with him, but so many times, like when he's getting up off the off the ground, like he's he's kind of like talking to the defensive – like the defensive lineman or the linebacker that's been pursuing him. Like he's always, and I, I wonder like what he's saying to them. Like, Oh, you almost had me like you almost, but you didn't. And we got a first down. Yeah, he's, he's not much of a trash talker. So I'm not sure he's saying anything like crazy, Yeah, but I don't hear it most of the time. All right. Let's see here. Um, Jay Jackson. What's your favorite thing to do in Tallahassee in the off season? Anything like fishing, going to a park. Have you had a chance to do much of that to, to get a taste of Tallahassee? Uh, I'm not a big fish or anything. I've, I've gone to Lake Ella a couple times. There's like a, a little coffee shop out there I've been to a couple times. Um, before I was playing basketball, we'd play basketball a little bit. You know, we just hang out. We'll go to College Town. Nothing too much. I'm not a big outdoorsy person. I know. It's too hot, man. It's more. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who's who's the bass slayer on the team? Is like Brady? Is he, is he the big Yeah, fish? Brady for sure. Brady's. Brady needs his own fishing show, to be honest. Oh, man. All right, let's see here. Uh, Philip Morris is in Japan and says, hello, Devontae. Look at that. You got fans in Asia. (laughs) How are you doing? Uh, Let's see here. Gator Kirk's here. Gator Kirk from Virginia Beach, Virginia says, good evening. Uh, Wishing you a speedy recovery from your injury. Did the team do anything for Coach Norvell today? It was his birthday. I think the big 4-0. I don't want to date our guy, but I think it's the big (laughs) 4-0. Yeah, there was um, I, it wasn't the whole team, but um, if you look at the social media, there was like a little mini celebration for him uh, right outside, and the band came and played and everything. Oh, look at that! All right, I'll have to find that. I'll have to see if I can dig it up, <laughs> see what we can get. Uh, EC Shredder, 
uh, says, get well soon. Congrats on the win. Lots of people excited for you there, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Let's see here. Darren Johnson, what lineman uh, has been the toughest that you've gone up against so far this year, would you say? Does anybody stand out? Uh, Fabian, Kier, Coop, Briggs, Malcolm, um, Josh Farmer. Every defensive lineman with a, a Florida State logo on their helmet. <laughs> How about Fabian, though, man? He's something else right now. I, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Let's see what else we got here. Everybody hit the thumbs up button if you can. Uh, we certainly would appreciate that. I'm going to try to find the uh, Coach Norvell celebration on social media as we take your guys' questions here on Trench Talk with Devontae Love-Taylor. Let me see. I think we got something over at uh, – at war chant right now over on the thread with you but Devonte, so this off week for you guys again comes a nice time everybody can kind of heal up there's a lot of guys that are kind of banged and bruised up i know you guys uh were off you guys get back to work on tuesday which was saw as part of the celebration in the locker room after north carolina with coach talking about you guys are still gonna have to work but you won't have to work till tuesday and everybody went kind of crazy so <laughs> what what happens like in, in this off week for you guys how how is it any different, if anything, uh, than what you guys usually do for a game prep week? So it's it's a lot more individual, I believe. And, you know, you just focus more on your craft and studying. You know, we're still going to study for our next opponent. And then taking care of your body. Um, you know, we get a few off days, you know, making sure your mental health is still good. You know, because at the end of the day, even when you're working a regular job, you know, you still need a break. And just making sure you're good to go. For, you know, we, we're right in the middle of the season. You know, it's kind of like hitting a reset button. Do you um, – I was going to say, I just lost train of thought here as I was hopping back between these two screens here right now. Uh, but for you, are you are you going to try to go home at all, or do you do you stay in town the whole time? Uh, so I'm going to go home Friday night for my brother's game. And then the beach volleyball team plays here on Saturday and my girlfriend has a game. So I'm going to make it back for that. Oh, well, humble. We know you had a girlfriend, a little humble brag, beach volleyball player. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, who's, who's Mitchell playing on Friday night? Largo. Ooh. Okay. So it's like Jay on McCluster. You guys going to make yeah. a bet? You guys got anything on the no, line? No, we do not gamble on high school sports. <laughs> you guys should win. I think, right? I mean, yeah, they, they should. Largo. You know, they've, they've been playing good. They beat Gaither in overtime a couple weeks ago. I forgot who they beat. Um, they beat Hudson, I think, last week, and Hudson was undefeated. They have one loss, and it's to Wiregrass, and Wiregrass is pretty good. All right, there we go. There, there it is, everybody. Oh, wow, there's confetti and everything. Look at this. This is a big old time. Were you, were you out when this happened, Devon? Did you see this happen live? I did, I did. That's nice. Very nice of everybody to do that. I don't even know what what is he. Is he a Scorpio? Birthday in October. Right. We should look at his horoscope. See what it means for him. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a question from Harley Ferguson on YouTube asking you, Devontae, do you prefer to pass block or run block when it comes to uh, being in your blocking stance in general? It seems like run blocking would be more fun, says Harley. Whatever leads to a touchdown, you know, it doesn't matter. And it, run blocking, it depends on the scheme as well. You know, if you're just in a man one on one scheme or if you're in uh a gap scheme where you're double teaming or a zone scheme where you just have whoever's in your gap, you know, it depends. 
Uh, Gator Kirk is back. Uh, Coach Zillingham likes to use analogies when he talks to us in the media, like talks about you guys being bamboo and sprouting. Is that something he just does for us in the media, or does he bring it up in meetings with you guys? No, he definitely does it. You know, one of his things, he he said making cookies. That was an analogy. Okay. How does that work? So what do you, are you guys like? Uh, you got to have all the ingredients. You know, if you miss one ingredient, you know, the cookies aren't going to taste good. But if you put them all in there and you do everything the right way, you have some good cookies. Yeah, man. He, he talks about that to us, too. That when you guys have your meetings and you're, I don't know if it's part of your guys' grading, but do they go over the amount of plays where all 11 of you guys actually do, like everybody hits their assignment in that specific play? Because I know he brought that up earlier in the year about, yeah, there was like you guys ran 60 plays, but there was 11 of them where you everybody did their job and you guys were averaging like, you know, eight yards per play on those or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. He didn't bring it up uh, the last week. We haven't talked about, like, we talk about it more in the position groups now. Then as a whole offense. Uh, Jordan Newton, the, the $64,000 question, Devontae, what turned it on uh, last game for you guys? Is there any reason you think that was allowing you guys to click the way you did in particular this last game? Um, just preparation, you know, practice throughout the week. We had a really good week of practice, and that's how it is every week, you know. Uh, we just got to keep building. And if you have – most of the time, if you practice good throughout the week, you're not going to play bad. You know, it's – this is my sixth year in college football, and I've never seen teams practice great throughout the week and have a bad day Saturday. Are you guys getting better at practicing? Or are they are they better? Yes, sir, every day. Yeah. Every day. Just one percent. Uh get down or lay down. I guess you got some stock in Gordos. Wonders mm-hmm. if you've been to Gordos yet. I'm not gonna lie, I've not been to Gordos yet. I may try it this week though, since it's the bye week. Okay, there you go. It's close to where you're at too, I think, man. Yeah, it is. It's right across the street. I don't know why I haven't been yet. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Uh, Jay Jackson clears up that it's Libra season right now. So uh, shout out to Coach. Libra season. Enjoy it there. Uh, Eric Angel says he can't wait to see you guys next week versus UMass. Martin Spellman, proud of you guys. Keep it going. VJ Sierra, get better soon, DLT. We appreciate you. Congratulations on the win. All this love. Feel it. Feel it. (laughs) Uh, get down or lay down, powering us, man. Thank you, get down or lay down. Keep it coming, man. Uh, do offensive linemen ever get jealous that defensive linemen can wear single digits? Not really. I mean, I've never really wanted to wear a single digit. So, personally, for me, no. But I'm sure there's some, like, old linemen that would like to wear single digits. But I just feel like that, that'll that make you more of a target on the O-line. Like, if you're wearing number one and you, like, give up a sack or something, they're going to be like, nah, you need to take that off. You look crisp, though. You look fresh in a five, I think. <laughs> I think you look good with just a five on your chest, man. It'd be good. Uh, Martin Spellman asks, what's your favorite game day snack? Mm, probably Cheez-Its, to be honest. Cheez-Its, yeah. I woke up feeling the cheesiest, Coach. Uh, Jay Jackson, on the subject of cookies, what's your favorite type of cookie? He's partial to shortbread, he says. I like uh, either chocolate chip or peanut butter cookies, or if you can combine them, peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. Is that a thing? Yeah, uh, insomnia. Okay, they All got right. they got big ones. All right, get out of our guys insomnia and get on this nil bus. <laughs> I'll take it, man. Uh, Gator Kirk, is there a jumbo package, uh, and who is the player that would be in the backfield for that? Um, last year I know it was DJ Lundy. Oh, oh. I wouldn't. Wouldn't want to catch him. I wouldn't want to catch him. I would not. No. 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 
<laughs> oh man. Um, what else do we got here? Um, uh, what do you think about Chubba Purdy? I think Chubba's he's grown a lot, you know, especially being with McKenzie coming in and then Jay Trav growing and Chubba being able to see like not just all the good, but learn from all the bad. Yeah. Being able he's learning how to lead a team. You know, it's hard when a guy comes in as a freshman and he's asked to play, especially at quarterback. You know, because, you know, quarterbacks are the leaders of the team, no matter where you're at. But he's learning now, and he's going to he's gonna be something special. J.B. Noel, putting you on the spot. Do you think he'll be – is anybody 100% in, in mid-October playing it's, college football? It's week six. I don't think there's a single person in the country that has played a snap of football that is 100%. But my goal is to be ready to go. <laughs> but I love, and I love how, how that, too. It's like you guys will be hurt, and you'll come back in the season. It's like, well, you know – He's three weeks removed from his injury. He should be coming into form now. It's like, how does how would that work? Like he was hurt, how, uh, you know. You got to adjust on the fly. Shoot, man, I can't believe that, man. Um, get down, lay downs. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a crazy commercial. It's a crazy. I don't know. No, I've never one seen it. But uh, there's a commercial where Gecko's like, we don't need any more trick plays, and they've got an offensive line. Basically, if the ball got loose, say Jordan fumbled it, which one of you offensive linemen would you want to scoop it up? Because he can maybe get you guys back to the line of scrimmage, maybe get you a gain of two if he scooped it up. Who could who could scoop it and maybe move the ball forward for you guys? I mean, I'm biased in saying me, but like other than me, it, it would either be Maurice or Darius because they're probably they're they're like ridiculously good athletes. Like just outside, not just in football. Like if you saw them like playing basketball or you just saw their feet move, people that big shouldn't be able to move like that. I heard Darius was a good high school baseball player, actually. I heard he was a pitcher. Bring the heat. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. I don't know. Um, Eric Angel asked, what's the road game environment like? Um, You know, it's just we stay at hotels here, so it's not much different, to be honest. You know, at the you're never in your bed, even the day before home games. So it's it's still all business when you travel. It's just you just get there a little later. How's the UNC locker room? It was nice. It was, was it? nice. Yes, sir. All right. Good. Good. Did you see the Sunday night game with the Bills and the Chiefs? How it got delayed for like an hour and a half? No. What, what it was raining. It was raining really bad. I know okay. it against Georgia Tech. There was a little bit of a delay. If I don't, like, what do you guys do during a delay during a game? Like, you kind of just sit in there. You just, you just sit in the locker room. Um, like, I remember last year when we played Georgia Tech, we only got in one drive, so there wasn't like much to watch. They were talking about peanut butter jelly sandwiches. The guys were upset. There wasn't enough peanut. There wasn't almond peanut butter. These are these pros, man. <laughs> spoiled. They're spoiled, man. Uh, Gator Kirk's back and asks, what is your mom's favorite home-cooked meal? Or I guess what's your favorite home-cooked meal that your mom prepares? She makes just like steak, egg, and potato bowl. That's really good. She she makes everything. You know, I'm a big guy. I don't really – I'm not too picky. She makes great like Cajun pasta. Uh, she makes like good yams and like fried chicken and mac and cheese. It's all good. So she's like MVP Thanksgiving. She brings it. Yeah, yeah. Like Fourth of July. Fourth of July, I think was the last time I got like home cooking, and it was like I still think about it. Uh, Terry's trying to. Terry wants to open the playbook up. He wants you to give him a look in the playbook. Short yardage. <laughs> give give. He wants Wyatt to get some burn and short yardage to to help take some of the the help or punishment off Jordan's shoulders, man. 
You'll run, um, up, run up the flagpole for us, right? You'll you'll bring it up in a meeting, Coach. What about this? Yeah, yeah, that's a little above my pay grade, um, but I could run it by. You know, it's a bye week. You never know. <laughs> how much? So, how much install is there? Install that happens at all during a bye week, or is it just is it simply focusing on fundamentals for you guys? So the thing with install, you know, you have to you change install every week because you don't you don't run the same plays every single week you run them based off what the defense does and if it'll work or not. So we'll probably just stick to our base install like we did in camp and then focus on the things that we didn't run well so far this year and fix those. Will you guys do any preparation for Clemson? A little bit look ahead. You like, you like, you like to look ahead. Not, a little that, bit. Bye, not that I know about, not that I know about, you know, we got to get ready for UMass first. All right. You're right. You're right. Uh, you know that Iowa, right? University of Iowa, they're visiting locker room. They paint it pink. It's it's painted pink to, like, make you feel less, you know, savage-like, I guess. You know, it's to calm you down. So, I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. They're teaching us, man. They're teaching us. <laughs> uh, EJ Sierra asks, who's the biggest prankster on the offensive line and what's been the best prank they've pulled off? We don't have many, like, pranksters, but the funniest or, like, most joking about is probably Murray Smith. Maurice, Maurice, a little bit of everything. He's an athlete. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a yeah. It's the Renaissance man. <laughs> Miss Webb, Silver Chief, was so blessed to be there Saturday. Best road game win in years. Was so happy. I booked my ticket this morning to Spartanburg for October 30th. So I guess that's when you guys play Clemson after all. October 30th, in case you don't remember, Devontae. So yeah, she's, the, <laughs> she's a hardcore fan. I've met her. We, uh, she was here for the Notre Dame game at the uh, corner pocket meet and greet with everybody. So, uh, you got everybody in your corner here. Um, Rashad Sullivan asks, how's the brotherhood in the locker room? It's getting stronger every day. There we go. All right. Piece of cake. <laughs> Ooh, so yeah. Did anybody else break the stone besides Jarian? So, like, when the stone gets broken, just one person gets a swing, or do multiple people get yeah, it? Yeah, it's just it's one person unless it's a position group. Okay. How about my guy Jarian, man, Mississippi standing up? I mean, I, I know you focus on what you got to do during practice, but um, I mean, he's talked he talked about that the coach was kind of challenging this past week. I mean, how how kind of encouraging, you know, refreshing is it you, you think for a guy like Jarian to to kind of get, you know, maybe some hard coaching, but then to come out and deliver? What does that do for his confidence? What does it do for you guys to see your coach is able to to coach a guy up and, and have him perform that kind of way? It does a lot, you know, not just for him individually, but, you know, as a team, like I've said before, our coaches, they challenge us. You're out at practice. You hear how they how they how hard they coach us every day. That's why when you get down 10 points in the first quarter, it's not a big deal because we get put through adverse situations every day at practice. You know, they're they're hard on us and it pays off. You know, if if they were soft on us and we got down 10 points, we'd probably fold. But we don't just because we're we're built on adversity. All right. Um, I like that answer. Uh, Terry asked, was North Carolina talking as much smack as it appeared? seems like they were trying to bait you guys. Congrats on the major reduction in penalties, by the way, he says as well. So, At the end of the day, you know, we're Florida State, and we, we're going to have targets on our back. And, you know, that's what comes with it. <laughs> Jay Jackson asks, what campus is the nicest or prettiest that you've visited so far? Florida State. There you go. Good answer. Uh, Gator Kirk asks, uh, do the players take pieces of the stone as a souvenir? 
Um, I'm not sure. I haven't personally, but I'm sure there are a couple that might. What would you have to do to be able to break the stone, Devontae? What do we got to see? Like, do you do you, do you just have to like pave the way for Jay Sean to run for like two fifty or something? It's gonna yeah, be I, you guys. I'm not it. sure. Yeah, it'll, it would be more of a group thing. Oh. You know, that's we'll the thing with the O line, right? Like, if the O line gets it, like you're gonna be the first one to swing it, right? It doesn't matter if the O line gets it, then we won the game. That's all that matters. Well, good answer. Good answer. All right, uh, we're winding things down here on Trench Talk with Devontae Love Taylor. Hit that thumbs up. Uh, get down, lay down. Is gonna get down, trying to create some some friction in the locker room. Who's the guy on the team that spends the most time uh, checking themselves out in the mirror? I'm not gonna. I know the answer, but I'm not gonna answer it. <laughs> Offense or defense? Can you at least defense. say that? Defense. defense? Okay. Defense. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they got you know they got their uh, wristbands on their elbow and their wristbands around yeah. the knee and everything going on there. <laughs> um. All right, there we go. We got uh, we got through. We've hit 30 minutes on here with Devontae Love-Taylor on Trench Talk. We'll make it a wrap for you, man. I know uh, you got plenty to get to, and you got an off week, so definitely want to let you take advantage of it as much as you possibly can. In case you guys are just joining us, Devontae, again, you say you feel pretty good? I mean, yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, nobody feels really good right now uh, <laughs> physically, but, I mean, obviously with the win and everything, but you, you're uh, – come, comes at a good time this off week for you to get right for next week. Yes, sir. All right, there you guys get it. All right, so that is a wrap. For our guy, Devontae Love-Taylor, on this edition of Trench Talk. We'll be back next week, I think, probably, as Florida State gets ready to take on UMass and uh, possibly a third consecutive win. I don't think that's something they've done since 2016. So uh, that would be awesome. So join us then. Warchant.com. Stay connected in the meantime. Devontae, thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That's Devontae. I'm Aslan. Thanks for watching. Hit the thumbs up on the way out, everybody. Have a great night.